Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the T Green Golf Podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode for the T Green Golf community today. Um, as we all know, T Green is really really born out of elevating the voices of those golfers of color, those entrepreneurs of color, those businesses of color who have really, really maintained golf in many ways, elevated golf. Um, Tonight or this afternoon, I have the opportunity to be with a special group of people here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, spending time with a group um, known as the Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy. And I encourage each of you to research Google Solomon Hughes Sr., a significant figure in the history of golf for African-Americans in particular. Uh, I have with me today, Greg Jamil. Greg is a founding member of SHSGA here in the Twin Cities, and I'll give Greg the opportunity to introduce himself. I also have with you the next generation of golfers, golf superintendents, uh, executives, athletes, golfers who are also going to reshape the landscape for um, what the future of, of America looks like. And so excited about having our children with us today and with us. I have Elijah Knox. Uh, Elijah is a graduate of St. Paul Johnson High School. He is also a 2023 golf conference conference champion. I also have Robin Ingman Peary. Robin is a sophomore at, at Como High School. She is also a member of the Evans Scholar Program. So not only is she playing, but through the responsibilities of being a caddy, she's actually looking looking and learning about course management. So without further ado, I am going to introduce Greg Jamil. Greg, welcome to the T to Green Golf Podcast. Thanks for having me, Victor. I'm excited to be here. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about SHSGA. We're going to talk about uh, Robin, and we're going to talk to Elijah about their involvement in golf and how it has evolved. Uh, we're gonna, let's just jump right into it. Greg, talk to me about who Solomon Hughes Sr. is and, and what was the motivation behind extending his legacy through the Golf Academy? Sure. Um, so, well, I'll start off by saying that, you know, our intention with starting the Golf Academy was to continue the legacy of our elders. And so Solomon being that gu- that guiding light, he is a figure that uh, was in the Twin Cities, based in the Twin Cities, originally from Alabama, but based in the Twin Cities, um, in the 50s, and he's very pivotal with uh, integrating the PGA and changing the Caucasian only clause. And so in 1948, I believe was the first year that he attempted to enter into a tournament uh, with Ted Rhodes, and he was denied. And um, which at that point in time, I'm not sure if the rule necessarily existed. So he signed up and then when he went, they, they denied him to play. Um, at the time, he was an instructor and friend to Joe Lewis. And so after that happened, Joe Lewis then went and attempted, I believe, the LA Open, which I think was in 49 or 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also filed a civil rights lawsuit mm-hmm. against the PGA. And after that, uh, fast forward to 1952, and Solomon Hughes Sr. and Ted Rhodes 
both played at uh, Keller mm-hmm. for the, I, th- I believe they were the first, well, no, I, I believe Joe Lewis went, played first, but then after that, they were the first professionals to play in the PGA. So it's it's interesting to the TD Green golf community, uh, for those of you that continue to support the podcast, you are well aware that we talked uh, talk to the granddaughter of Ted Rhodes. And so it's it's interesting to see how our history is not only anchored in one place, um, we have a member of our legacy that was uh, anchored in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, but from Alabama. And so this is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, introduction as to how, uh, despite some of the obstacles that we were up against, well, we continue to move in silence and certainly have our place in in, in golf history. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, Greg, for sharing that. Um, tell us about the Golf Academy and its mission. Yep. So uh, just continuing that legacy again of, of Simon Hughes Sr., it was, he was a teacher as well as a player, right? And so when he moved to Minnesota, he was a sky cap, and he actually taught a lot of the sky caps Ooh. how to play golf, which really was, was kind of the foundation of the Twin Cities community of black golfers. Okay. And so, you know, that was our guiding light. And so for us, when we created this program, we sat down and we asked ourselves, like, why are there not more black people, people of color in the golf space? What is it? Right. And so we we really sat down and brainstormed and what we kind of came up with was accessibility, resources and representation. And those three things kind of being the, the key factors that push people out of the game that might be interested in the game um, or, you know, people never get interested in the first place. Right. And so what we aim to do was fill those gaps. So, you know, the accessibility, if you need a ride to the golf course, we're going to get you there. The resources, if you need a club set, we're going to get you there. If you need instruction, we're going to get you there. Right. And then the, the representation piece being a really big, important piece as well. So having a team of your like-minded peers that look like you, that talk like you, that think like you to be able to go through this learning journey together and enter into some of these unfamiliar spaces. So that was kind of the foundation and the core of the beginning of the program. And since then it has evolved into also some academic development as well. And, you know, college planning, career planning, and then, you know, the the natural things that come along with the game of golf, which are a lot of life lessons that come along with that, right? So there's the personal development part that we focus on a lot as well. Excellent. And that's, and that's so important um, that, that for our children who are athletically blessed, that we're balancing that with life lessons, but we're also making sure that they understand the foundation of their success is academic. So it's a nice wraparound sports that you all are, that you all are pushing through SHSGA. Uh, I love the website's homepage. It, it makes me think about my own swing and transition. Um, how does the academy impact the kids personally and athletically? You know, that's a good question that they'll probably be able to answer better than me. But if I were to take a shot at it, I would say that, uh, well, let's start with athletically. Just having that detailed instruction over time. I mean, I've seen the progression from Robin, Elijah. I mean, he was already smacking them, but just to watch their progression over a short period of time, you really see the potential for growth just by having access to some of those PGA certified instructors mm-hmm. and, and some of those courses that, you know, you're, ha- you're 
practicing on fast greens mm-hmm. here, you know, those type of things. So athletically, I've seen the development personally. It's just incredible to watch young people go through this phase in their life and take a lot of the cues that they're given, that they're seeing and grow. And so, so for me, I, I kind of am like, I'm along with you on the ride. You know, I'm not, I'm not piloting anything. This is your life. You're piloting it. I'm along with, you know, I can help you navigate you know, along the way. So that's been really cool to, to watch them grow as people as they're giving, you know, access to these resources, but also for them to be around their peers and, you know, make new friends with kids that go to different schools, but that have similar, you know, hobbies and likes as them, right? That they might've never come across, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. And for the community, I had the pleasure of playing nine holes with Greg, Robin, and, Elijah earlier today, and I will tell you that um, if you're interested in good people who are good golfers and who are solid academically, uh, I'm sitting with two today. And so I uh, certainly support both of them whatever their future endeavors are. But I like what you just said, Greg. And so I'm going to bring both of the student athletes in, and I'll ask you all, just when you think about your time in the program, How do you think that you've grown as a golfer and how do you think that you've grown as a person? And we'll start with Robin first. Okay. As a golfer, for sure, I can answer that one. I seriously have grown, especially I've grown with my swing and other than my swing, I've grown with the mentality and the love for golf. It's, it's a tough sport to love. Not going to lie to you but it's as well a tough sport to play so mixing the two when you find a solid spot it really it it, it makes the game better so i'd say this program has really helped my growth with that and what was the other one academically yep as a person as a person and as a person it has made me more well-rounded especially being around a golf course there's a lot of etiquette that you have to follow. So especially with like shaking hands, being respectful, whatnot, it's really nice to show that and bring it out in like my real life and in school and try and be the best person that I can as golf plays out to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Great, great. I think this program has tremendously helped me, especially with my golf game, but even morally as a human as being a person, but golf wise, um, I mean, I texted Greg right after my biggest accomplishment winning the conference. Right. I texted him and said, thank you for everything you guys have done for me. Without you guys, I wouldn't have made it this far. And I really meant that. They have opened up so many doors for me through golf and just through building relationships in general. Um, I think in a personal standpoint, I have become more mature. Um, we are often in certain circumstances where we don't fit in, and I think that's a very valuable lesson to learn. I think being in those uncomfortable positions can greatly improve yourself and your well-being. Excellent, excellent. Um, really, really good answers, and certainly. Um, as many of us have experienced and many of us know, uh, golf could be a transition for us between uh, what we know and what we aspire to be. And it is clearly evident in speaking with our two student athletes, it's having the same effect on them as well. 
SHS GA has been in existence for a few years now, Greg. What is the vision for the Academy going forward? I know we had the opportunity to talk about that as we were walking earlier, but share that bit of our conversation with the, with the TD Green golf community. Sure. Um, you know, I think our vision is to just continue to grow what we're doing, you know, impacting more kids' lives, working with more kids. Um, and then, you know, what I really want, would love to see is our fellowship team. These kids are kids that have incredible grades. These are great students. These are kids that are disciplined, that, you know, are, are on point already in their own right. And we're just uplifting that and providing the support, right? But I see them as role models, you know? And so for me, you know, the, the growth of the program is to get more of those kids that don't have those resources, that don't have that support system, and for them to be able to work with these guys and be able to look up to them and see where they can get, right? And then also vice versa, for them to be working with younger people or pe their peers that might come from different backgrounds than them and for them to be able to gain that perspective of, you know, there are so many different types of people in the world that might look like you, but might have a different history. Well, right. right. And so that's, that's a really big piece. And then, I mean, we really want to be able to have this be a landmark for high quality student development. Right. So that's academically and that's athletically, both of those, but a landmark. So people coming from far and wide yeah. that want to come in and build with us and work with us and be a part of our family. Yeah. Excellent. And and again, to the community, uh, I'm sure that some of you, if not all of you, are scratching your head and thinking, one, what is Victor doing in the state of Minnesota? <laughs> and two, what could possibly be going on in the state of Minnesota that is as as good, if not better. Um, and definitely, I think Greg is letting you into um, what something that you can expect from uh, from what we call the upper north in, in the U.S. I'm going to spend a little bit of time right now with Robin and with Elijah. Uh, and I'll start with Robin. Again, Robin is an Evans Scholar, and so she spends quite a bit of time through that program and, and she's learning course management through being a caddy. Robin, tell us about being an Evans Scholar, what that's meant to you, what that experience has been like, and and, and how did how did you come about being an Evans Scholar? I'll start with how I came about it first, because that's kind of like a little, it's like a timeline. So, I mean, obviously with grateful resources from this program, I got in, well, I actually, I found out about the Evans Scholarship. That's the first thing. And finding out about the Evans Scholarship, soon it came into progressing and like um, progressing from finding out about it, such as maybe talking to Greg and saying, hey, I would like to caddy this summer. Is there any like way, any resources that I could go to? And it kind of, it was like a little blockage because I didn't know what course to caddy at. So that was the first thing I was looking at, like Midland Hills, Town and Country, Minnehaha, Mikata, I think it is actually. But um, the best one was Town and Country because even Brent Snyder said it. It's such a welcoming community. It's a beautiful course and it will definitely help you progress in the game and in the career and in college and everything. So that was the process of getting into it. Greg hooked me up, we'll say. And yeah, I got into caddying. And then what is it like to be an Evans Scholar? Um... I don't really think of myself as an Evans scholar okay. quite yet okay. because I haven't got, I haven't put in all that work into becoming an Evans scholar. Okay. 
getting into the college, getting into the house. Yep. So I'd like to say I'm like a, I don't know. I'm a pre-scholar. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, I just reached about, like, 15 rounds maybe the other day. So we're hopefully going to get more than 20 yeah. just before the summer ends. And then I'll kind of be set for the future, hopefully. But it's beautiful because I still I get to meet so many amazing people, so many beautiful golfers. And just in general, like, it's it's a way of life. It really is. It's a... a actually good answer even better segue with the time that you've been involved in the program you're learning being a pre-evan scholar let's mm -hmm. use that mm -hmm. um what do you see as golf what do you see the role of golf playing in your life even beyond high school i see like a, a solid like figure it's like a person sort of so it's like that solidness mm. that you have with you yeah like Let's say with my other sports, it's not going well. I can kind of think, well, I still have golf. Right. Still have the stuff that I have from there. So those resources. So it's really, it's really like a, it's like, it's not even like a backup. It's something that will be with you. Yes. It's something that I hold with me dear. Yeah. Because golf really has become a big part of my life. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Elijah, conference championship. I think when we were out on the course, you said you've been playing for less than five years, which which is hard to believe, and you're already a conference championship. So clearly, the 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 ceiling is not even close to have been touched for you and and your potential. Um, tell us about your achievement as a conference champ, and just maybe walk us through that journey. How 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 did that happen in such a short period of time? So I started playing about three, close to four years ago with my dad during Corona. Um, grew up being a football, basketball kind of kid, bigger. Multi-sport. Yep. Um, and Corona happened and he didn't have anything to do. And of course he asked me, hey, you want to go golfing? And I'm just thinking, all right, I'm just riding the cart. Hit a couple balls maybe, I don't know. And I hit my first drive and I loved it. Fell in love with the game. Now I'm hooked. I play almost every day, no matter rain, snow, whatever it is, I'm out there. Um, but that, yeah, I've been playing on the high school team for three years and my sophomore and junior year, uh, another kid of color was winning it and he was beating me. Okay. And that was my goal. Okay. I want to beat him. I was like, I gotta beat him. Um, and he ended up graduating, but I knew I was like, okay, this is my year. I need to do this. Um, and yeah. It was pretty going pretty well, but towards it was the fifteenth hole, I think, and I chipped in for eagle, and nice. That set me forward quite a bit, and I finished around. I didn't know I won or anything, but everybody was looking around, looking at me because nobody, they all knew I won, but I had no idea until I saw the scorecard, and I saw I beat one of the other kids. That's pretty good. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a, it was a great accomplishment personally, but I think it was even bigger win for just like as a community at my school. Yep. Uh, they announced my name to the speakers and said, Elijah won this golf tournament, yada, yada, yada. And a lot of people were think, talking to me like, oh, I want to try golf. Oh, I want to go play. I want to go do this. Can you teach me how to play? And I just think that was just a great gateway to getting more involvement, especially in Twin Cities. 
St. Paul. So, first of all, again, congratulations. And if I think about conversation that you and I had while we were walking on maybe six, seven, and eight, um, St. Paul Johnson is primarily a diverse school. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, very. And, yeah. And, and so it goes back to what Greg said earlier, positioning the student athletes that are part of the Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy to be role models. And it seems evident that the fact that you grinded over a three-year period, you committed to your craft, you won the conference championship, it ultimately inspired others to want to do what you started out three and a half, four years ago. Uh, I think that's a tremendous story. And again, as I am apt to do during an episode, uh, I like to ask and encourage the community to really put a thumbtack on some point in the episode. And I think this is another one. You know, we often talk about in our walks of life, whether it's corporate America or entrepreneurship, um, that representation matters. And as soon as Elijah's name was announced on the school intercom, it triggered what was likely um, a curious interest in students anyway, that they too could participate in a sport where they did not see themselves. But because their peer not only participated in one conference championship, um, it just opened up the floodgates for a number of kids. So again, uh, a perfect example of representation matters. Great, great, great story. If I could speak to that too. Absolutely. Um, just to tell a quick story. Last year, uh, we did several open community events that we would invite different community centers to come and, and hang out at that Top Golf. And so one of my favorite things to do was to have Elijah go up to these kids and I'd be like, go ahead and just smack the ball real fast. And he would just blast that thing. It would go nearly over the over the nets, you know? And and to see the look on these kids' face, just like, whoa, like that's now they're now they're fighting to see who gets to go next. Right. right? And asking him, how do you do that? Right. You know, so yeah, you know, that that representation piece is everything. And I think again, the humility in this in the student athletes that I have with me today is 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 clearly evident uh, i think they understand that this is a pathway for whatever their future will be uh, but i think they are also well aware that they are not on this journey alone and it is not singular their own journey they are doing this for reasons and for people that they may and may not know and and that's something that we've always done really really well is um, we talk about it takes a village to raise a raise a person, um, and that's what we're doing here. So, so really, really good story. And Greg, thank you for sharing that additional piece. Um, staying with Robin and Elijah, um, and then we'll start with with Elijah this time. How long have you been involved in the academy? Uh, two years. So it's been two years two for years, you. Yeah. And and Robin, how about yourself? Two years. Two years. Greg, when did the academy start? So two years is how long we've been doing the fellowship team. Okay. And then we had a year of just community programs. So okay. This, so we've done three years now. Yep. So so in many ways, this is the these two represent the first group Absolutely. of that fellowship team going forward. Yeah. Great, uh, great ambassadors. And yeah. that's exactly what they both are. Um, what have you learned and gained by participating in 
Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy. Robin. What's the question? <laughs> That's okay. The way you said that, I, my brain is really, it's trying. <laughs> what have you learned and gained by participating in the Golf Academy? Okay. Okay. Well, for one, what I've learned and gained is how to play golf. I came into this, well, I started pretty much the same as him, and I'm nowhere near where he is. He's, but Elijah has just committed so much to golf, so that it makes up. Um, but what I've learned is that it's it's a hard, hard sport. It's one of the toughest sports out there. I play soccer, basketball. I did volleyball for a minute. It it doesn't compare. There's so much mentalness. There's so much like physical, like everything. Every it, it's too much. But I've I've learned to cope, to cope, and to learn from my mistakes and to take time. And it's real. It's like life. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's like golf is pretty much life. You talk to people, you play, you put your physical out there, put your body out there, you put your mental out there. You just you put everything out there, and that's pretty much what life is. But you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah. I mean, he he won something. Right. But not all the time you're gonna win. So it's also with how you're gonna like come back from that. So I've just learned and gained a lot of stuff that I think I'll use in my future. Like maybe with a job, maybe I'll get the job, maybe I won't get the job. I'll try and fight for a different one, but yeah. Good, excellent. Uh, and for those of you out there that, um, I know we've got some coaches that listen. Uh, Robin has a very nice swing. I believe she has two years remaining in high school, but, but certainly she is off to a really, really good start with two years left of uh, having a, a solid foundation and a solid foundation to build on to ultimately become a conference champion in one or two more years. Elijah, what have you learned and gained? Uh, I've gained mental maturity, um, knowing that when there is adversity, or adversity, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. You can always push through and beat whatever it is that you're going through from I think I 100% agree golf is can absolutely translate to life uh, there's ups and downs the ups are very up and they're very high but the lows are even lower um, it's just how you manage that course management it's walking through life with knowing who you are and having confidence in yourself and that will translate into the real world. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Elijah will stick with you. How has participation and exposure from the program inspired your dreams and future? And I know from talking to you that there is a future associated with golf. So yeah. go ahead. hundred percent. Um, I think this, has given me more confidence than I have had coming into it, honestly. Nice. I was struggling mentally, like with like depression and mm -hmm. all that other real stuff. Um, but they brought a light to me and told me I can do this. I can reach certain goals that I didn't think I could achieve. Um, and yeah, they supported me. They always had my back through everything, through thin, everything. Excellent. And and I'm just going to share something that we talked about. 
um, Elijah aspires to be a golf course superintendent. And so uh, he's going to spend a little bit of time reconnecting with himself before he, uh, he, he pursues college. Um, but it is his intent to become a golf course superintendent. And so certainly he knows that the T degree in golf podcast is in his corner. Uh, Solomon Hughes senior golf Academy is in his corner and collectively will be pushing him to get through that period of time that he needs um, and look to leverage relationships with some of you all out in the community to make his dream come true. Robin, how about yourself? Um, how has participation and exposure inspired your dreams and future? Oh, let's see. I mean, my dream so far, it's been a dream for a while, is to become a psychologist, if not a psychologist and a psychiatrist. But actually through this program, um, we actually, we've met with a sports psychologist a couple of times. Wonderful guy. Can't remember his name, but he's in my brain all the time. I he is and he even he gave us this like he gave us all these tasks and this like little exercise to put win on your phone and it's what's important now and i always i it, it's it's been on my phone for two years straight i always look back at it and it always like puts me back in that mindset of what's important now whether it's on the course or in real life like with school what's important now getting this um homework done like in sports other than golf what's important now just pushing through this conditioning it just sports and psychology it plays so well into each other so the exposure from shsga of me meeting that sports psychologist is actually kind of it's integrated where i want to go so i'm thinking more putting my psychology stuff into sports Mm -hmm. and as of like what i see in my future is hopefully helping athletes such as maybe elijah who's battling some with some tough stuff to deal with that and maybe make performance better on the wherever you're playing the course, the, mm-hmm. the whatever. Mm-hmm. Good. That that's really 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 good. Um, and this could be for all of you all. So I'll I'll let all of you answer this one. Um, what advice or words of encouragement would, can you offer parents and kids about pursuing and participating in golf and programs similar to Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy? Greg? Um, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that, you know, is a barrier oftentimes for people that are trying to get into the space is that they think that it might be a little bit too expensive and that there might not be resources available. Um, so the biggest one is that there are a lot of resources, whether it's orgs like us or First Tee. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of great opportunities to learn the game and, and to uh, gain access to the courses and equipment. Um, and I would say one thing I like to remind, you know, the young people that I work with is be authentically you. You know, you don't need to shrink yourself. Be authentically you and people are going to appreciate you for that. They're going to appreciate you for who you are because you're a great person. Right. And so as long as you're showing up, you know, you're showing up. Right. As long as you're showing up being authentic, that's going to take you really far in life and in golf. Thank you. Elijah. I agree. I would say the worst thing you can do for yourself is try to fit in and play somebody else's role. I think we all have a purpose to be who we are. And if we're trying to fit in, we lose that. Right. Um, yeah. Rob? Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna start my own thing. <laughs> Do it. Um, I highly encourage joining any program that gets you out there and gets you, especially if you're not around such diversity, getting out there and being comfortable with diverse stuff. Golf's a diverse sport. Many people in it. You'll you'll find your way around there, but as well, like trying not to be unique. Actually, try to be unique. Right. Don't right. be. Don't just like mold yourself to be one form or mold yourself to copy other people just be yourself show your best self out there you'll you'll find a way and many of these programs that's what they're about other than like achieving your athletic goals it's about finding the best you so yeah excellent thank you um greg last question how can the teeter green golf podcast community support the Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy going forward? Any social media presence? How can we support you all? Um, I mean, what we're doing right now is huge support, just getting the word out, sharing uh, what it is that we're doing. Um, we're always looking for for professionals and people that we can introduce our kids to, uh, more representation and, and examples. Uh, that's always a really big thing. Um, so yeah, you know, in the Twin Cities, we're a really small community. And so I look forward to being able to branch out and network outside of the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. um, and most specifically in places where, you know, we know there's a nice community of people of color that mm -hmm. are playing golf. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's just like pouring in, pouring into us, good energy, good intentions, and volunteering time if, if you have that, the ability for that. But the exposure is everything. Excellent. And so for the TD Green Golf community, the Solomon Hughes Senior Golf Academy is based and anchored in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, for those of you that have not been there, familiarize yourself with it. Um, it is a community where there are a good solid number of African-American students, families, professionals. Um, what they are doing here is very, very, very groundbreaking. It's inspiring. It has sustainability to it. Um, it is in its early stages, but it has a big vision. And as you heard Greg Jamil, founding member of SHSGA, um, he is looking for continued partnerships and ensuring that representation for the student athletes exists um, not only locally, but even beyond the borders of the state of Minnesota. And so we are thankful. Uh, I am thankful that I was invited to spend some time here in the Twin Cities. It's kind of like my second home uh, coming and sitting down. I had the pleasure of meeting our student athletes, Robin and Elijah. And we look forward to continuing our relationship with SHSGA. Um, thank you all for your time today. Thank you, thank you for inviting me and having me. As we always say, from T to Green, hit it straight from T to Green. Production support for the T to Green Golf Podcast comes from Dominic Fiore of the Digital Arts Recording Department at the University of St. Francis and Canon Studios out of Holly Springs, Georgia. We are out. Thank you.